1: And I'm not going to keep you long, so take your seats, and the guys are going to come back shortly, and um, we're just going to finish 2019 as we're going to start 2020, yeah. declaring God's praises. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight's really about Thanksgiving, and we've had some wonderful ways of doing that, some small stories from locations, but also some highlight reel of some of the things that we've seen and done and accomplished over the year. And uh, tonight is thanking God for his faithfulness and for his goodness. Like I said this morning, the story of the ten lepers, I want to be the one who comes by and says thank you. And, um, and also tonight, I want to introduce the theme for 2020. We normally do that on Vision Sunday, and Vision Sunday uh, for 2020 is going to be on the 1st of March. Um, and so sometimes it's in February, sometimes it's in March, but that's going to be, Vision Sunday is going to be the 1st of March when we're... We'll, lay out some of our plans, some of our things we're believing for, for 2020, 2021, uh, going forward. And uh, I, I just remembering, in 2012, we actually, in the room back there, we, we just laid out a, a board full of what could God do in the next eight years. And I am so thankful and so, it's so good to be able to say, you know, many of those things God has done yeah. You know, at that time, we had one location. And so we said, wouldn't it be great if we had a location in Derby? And we put that in for whatever year it was. And then we said, wouldn't it be great if we had one in Sheffield? And uh, wouldn't that be incredible? And we had some other things that God has done as well. And so thankful for that. But before I get to 2020, I just want to just say a few words about 2019. Our theme in 2019, 2019, was dreamers. Builders, pioneers, dreamers. Joel chapter two and verse twenty eight says this and afterward, this is God speaking through the prophet Joel, afterward I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men, sorry, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions, dreamers. But I love the phrase at the beginning, and afterward. That actually, we can still be dreamers, even though we go through some stuff. And I love it in t- that because in 2019, I've seen some people still dreaming, still believing for things in their life. Actually, some, for some people, dreams being resurrected in their lives, even afterward. For some people, it's been after disappointment. Maybe after divorce, maybe after depression. For some people, it's been after sickness that they thought would take their life. But today, they're alive, they're well, and they're dreaming in their lives. For some people, it's been after unexpected change. But actually, God has poured His Spirit out on those people Though they've gone through those things, and this is a promise for each and every one of us, when we go through these things, afterward, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on you, and you will dream dreams, and you will see vision. You know, we we talked about dreamers um, several times during the year, and one of the things we said is that God develops often our dream in the dark room, just like a photograph, and that's been true in so many people's lives. It's also been true sometimes in the life of our church when we've tried things that haven't quite worked the way we wanted. We talked about dreaming differently in our lives, not just dreaming for ourselves, but dreaming for purpose. Dreaming about, you know, our involvement and our sacrifice. And we've seen God at work in 2019 because as we've seen people go through some stuff, but today they're still dreaming. And as you and I have gone through some stuff, if today you and I are dreaming, it's God fulfilling his promise, being faithful to his promise, that afterward he will pour out his spirit upon us and we will dream dreams. Dreamers, we talked about builders. I want to put a picture up, which is, we did this sermon series called This Is Us. And each week we put up a church I see statement. And this was the best one because it's the one I wrote. And (laughs) it says this, the church I see is welcoming to all. And a place where every week people encounter Jesus. Isn't it incredible that we're in a church where every week somebody finds Jesus somewhere across the life of our church? Actually, in the last quarter, it's been an average of four people a week find Jesus in the last quarter. It's heaven's welcome map for all of humanity without exception. A place of faith, hope and love. The church I see is not religious, but relational. A place where others matter and Jesus matters most. The church I see will do whatever it takes to create and maintain the atmosphere of heaven, because it's in that kind of place where people find Jesus and follow his lead. The church I see is generous, creative, positive, empowering and passionate. The church I see is our church. And that's the church that we are looking to build. We talked about builders and the fact that a builder is an investor. In 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 6, it says, it says this, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. We sow for where we want to go. You know, when a farmer puts a seed in the ground, he's not just thinking about his family. He's thinking about a harvest for where he wants to be in the future. We sow for where we want to go. And so what have we seen as we've built church in 2019? Well, just some figures and some of these are slightly updated from maybe what Nathan said earlier our volunteer numbers, the number of people who serve on teams on the weekend, have grown this year. And now the average is around 170 people serving on teams across the weekend in our church. Our Rise and Build, our Rise and Build giving grew, which you saw on the screen. It's the largest ever offering, both in terms of what was given on the day. It's the largest ever amount given in one day, but also and what's been pledged and Some of that pledge money has already begun to come in, and we're thankful for God. We actually haven't seen over 750 new people. We've now seen over 800 new people in the life of our church this year. 166 decisions. That's the biggest ever, I think. Uh, Last year was something like 127 decisions. This year, 166 decisions. And as I say, in the last quarter, the average is around four per weekend, 19 baptisms. We launched a second album, Dream Again, and uh, from Icom Music. Um, I'll mention the youth EP a little bit later and, and some other things as well. And, and our numbers in connect groups increased by 7%, so that we finished this year with 435 people in connect groups, yeah. which is the highest yeah. in the life of our church. You see, we're builders. Yeah. We're sowing for where we want to go. We believe God has the next level for us. We're dreamers and we're builders. But we're also pioneers. pioneer is the first to enter an area or start first in the area of some enterprise or endeavor. pioneer is often the first to open up an area for others to follow. He's the first or she's the first to break a barrier some ceiling that's been there, a pioneer does that. A pioneer stretches boundaries and lifts horizons. But the thing that spoke to me most when we talked about pioneers was this, that a pioneer redraws the map. You know, in 1492, when Columbus uh, was looking for a trade route to Asia, he actually bumped in, literally bumped in to the Americas which forced him and forced people at that time to redraw the map. And I believe in 2019, you know, we've tried um, to pioneer some new things. We've started some new things. I contract just from September. We've had two rounds of I with over 25 people doing that. That's people getting to know church since September in Icontract, contract, we did revival nights, two sets of revival nights. We've not really done that the way we've done that before, but we did that. We did a movie, *Insurgent*. I don't know if you can remember that. It came as it came on the screen for Vision Sunday. It was the first time youth revival. We launched you youth ministry. You launched youth revival nights and the youth revival brand to help influence uh, youth ministry all across our nation, all across the world, which is fantastic. And our youth had their first ever EP this year, which was awesome. Thank you. So good. And we've redrawn the map because we've made some changes. Because we bumped into some things like Columbus. You know, we were traveling a certain way and we just bumped into some things and we thought, wow, this is God for us. But also, we bumped up against some things we found some things didn't work the way we wanted to. And so rather than getting miserable about it, rather than getting down about it, we just redrew the map. You know, because in life, you bump up against some things. And we encourage individuals as a church that nothing is wasted. In fact, we use this verse a lot, don't we? We say that even if God didn't send it, he'll use it. And we use this verse, Romans 8, verse 28, which it says... This, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. And it's right that we would take that promise as an individual, but what about taking that promise as a church? When we as a church bump into some stuff, and it doesn't quite work, that we would say, Hey, Icon Church, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him. And so in 2019, we found that and we did that. We pioneered as well as dreaming and believing. And I believe in 2020, some of that will continue. I believe in 2020, well, I know in 2020, we'll change some things. We will. We'll improve some things. We'll stop some things. And we'll start some things. We'll reshape some things. We'll redraw the map. We'll let some things go. And we'll embrace some new things in 2020. Because the skill of following Jesus is to be able to pivot. And this is where I need my wonderful assistant, Joe. Why don't you give him a round of applause? I wonder, I wonder if wonder if just put this on the floor while we, while we have some physical activity and exercise up here. Not sure whether I should take my coat off, but he's a little guy. He's not got anything on me. So Joe's a basketball player, so he thinks, but he's seen nothing yet. Okay. But sometimes when you're dribbling towards the basket, you're obstructed. You come up against and... Obstruction that gets in your way, an obstacle that you think you'll never get round. What do you do when you face an obstacle you think you never get round? You pivot. Round of applause for Joe. Sometimes in life, when you're going the way you think God is calling you to go, you come up against a big ugly demon that's in your face. Talking you down. you got nothing, boy. you got nothing on me. I'm going to take you. I'm going to eat you for breakfast. I'm going to eat you for lunch. And I'm going to eat you for dinner. And when you come up against devils like that, what do you do? You pivot. Now I'm getting annoyed. Keep going. Now I'm getting annoyed because he did that one with a smile. Like he enjoyed it. Like he's having some fun. But sometimes as a church, you try some stuff. And it doesn't quite work. And you get stuck in this position. And you know where you're going. You know where God wants you to be. You know where you're headed. I'm getting into it right now. You know where you're headed. But when it doesn't work, what do you do? You pivot and you move forward into what God has. Come on, thank Joe. Thank you, Joe. Give him a round of applause. See, I want to say, as Christians... We're not good at this. In fact, we're terrible at it. Because what we do is we panic. And we feel like we failed. Because the path we thought we'd walk actually doesn't become the path we have to walk in the end. But instead of feeling like we failed, we need to just say to ourselves, I'm just pivoting. I'm just going to pivot. Instead of saying the way is blocked and the way I can't get through, I can't get past this big ugly demon or whatever it is in my way, this mountain, I just need to pivot. I was thinking about this today and chatting actually with someone just in the foyer. And two years ago in our Vision Sunday, we announced that we were going to set up a program called a Trauma Recovery Center. And we tried and we (coughs) began negotiations and we started down that path and we just got blocked. And we got blocked until we knew that that wasn't the way forward. But watch this space because all we've done is pivot. All we've done is pivot. Sometimes a dream can be delayed but a dream will not be denied if it comes from God because God is faithful. So here's a word for some of us tonight before we get into 2020. It's okay, I'm just pivoting. It's okay, I'm just pivoting. I want you and me to go in. I want our church to go in. When when we when, you know when churches sometimes close some things, like you you, you just you just get groups of people that say, and it's okay. We're just pivoting. We're just pivoting. We're just moving forward. We're just moving forward and we're just going to find a way. Relax, stay positive, believe God and trust Him because He's faithful and He's just pivoting. And sometimes on the basketball court, you have to pivot pivot and pivot and pivot and pivot and pivot. And if to fulfill and see God's purposes come to pass, we have to pivot and pivot and pivot. You know what we'll do? We'll get disappointed and quit. No, we'll pivot and pivot and pivot and pivot. So, 2020. This is not Vision Sunday, so I'm not going to go into detail about our visions and our plans um, I, just, I just know there's things that we're working on when we get to March the 1st, uh, there'll be some announcements, I'm sure, that will surprise us and shock us, um, good ones, shock us in a good way, as we see what God has lined up for us, some things that God will give to us and some things that will come our way. And uh, I'm speaking, obviously, from some knowledge, but I'm also speaking guardedly and carefully, Um, But this is not Vision Sunday, so I'm not going into detail. But I, I want to share the theme tonight for 2020 so that we can start this journey of walking in faith, of thinking in faith, and believing as individuals and as a church for what God wants to do. So the theme for 2020 in Icon Church is this. See what God can do through you. See what God can do through you. Why don't you just turn to the person next to you and say to them, see what God can do through you. Let's try it again. After three, let's all say it together. One, two, three. See what God can do for you. I hope, I know, I know, that, that, I know that printers and I know that people who make stuff are kind of shut down for Christmas, but we're gonna try and find some people who can get us some stuff so that in all of our locations next Sunday, we have some visual expression of this statement. See what God can do through you. And also we're trying to get some personal things that we can give to every person so that you can take that away and you can keep that and you can have that as a, uh, uh, as a reminder that our vision for 2020, our theme is see what God can do through you. And let me say three things about this. Number one, the promise still stands. Matthew 16 and verse 18, Jesus said, You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Jesus' promise to build his church still stands. When Jesus said that, it was obviously the revelation of who he is. He's just asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? And and then he said, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, well done, Peter, because flesh and blood hasn't told you this. But my father in heaven has revealed this to you. And I tell you that you are Peter, little rock, rocky. And on this rock, I believe it's the rock of who Jesus is. I will build my church. But you know, there is a sense in that where Peter where Jesus is changing the name of Simon Cephas Simon Cephas to Peter to Cephas sorry Simon to Cephas and saying on you I'm going to build my church and that's why we say and sometimes people have criticized us for it but I don't care about that I don't I don't care about that a critic never made anything some people have criticized us for it But we say, Jesus said, I will build my church. And we say, so will I. You know why? Because you're a rock. You are a rock. And Jesus is going to build his church on the rock that's him. But he can't build it unless there's little rocks as well. There's the cornerstone, the big rock, Jesus. But then there's the bricks. As Peter himself tried to explain this, that we are living stones built into a house where God lives. So the promise still stands, Jesus is going to build his church. And so I believe, no matter how many times we have to pivot, no matter how many times we have to shift, no matter how many doors we have to knock on, no matter how many things close and other things open, no matter how many things we have to let go and how many different things we have to pick up, Jesus will build his church. Jesus will build his church. This has kept me going for 33, kept us going For 33 years you see there's one thing to keep going in life but it's another thing to keep going and still be in faith and still feel fresh and still be saying the best is yet to come I I know people who've been going for years but they're done but we're not done in fact the best is yet to come in fact I'd like to say we've only just begun but that reminds me of the carpenters and that's way too old So the promise still stands. That's the first thing. The second thing is God calls the unqualified who are available. For what God wants to do, you will always feel unqualified, no matter how qualified you are. But God doesn't ask us for qualifications. He asks us for availability. Because so that the glory can be God. You will always feel unqualified. But it's your choice and my choice to say, God, use me, to be like Isaiah and say, here I am, send me, use me. And I believe that often we are, we are thinking of waiting for God, but actually God is waiting for us. And I believe that in 2020, you were going to see what God can do through you. You're going to see it before you see it you will see what God can do through you. The promise still stands. God's cause, the unqualified, are available. And finally, see what God can do through you. You means you. I think so often, don't we think that, well, God could do something great through somebody else. Well, surely God will use that person. But I think for each and every one of us to embrace tonight... And to embrace moving into this year, God is going to use me. Some of you, God's going to use you in your workplace. You never imagined it. You never imagined it. You never imagined you'd have opportunity for God to use you in that sphere. God is going to use you in that place. God is going to use you in community, in in different areas, in politics, in in all kinds of spheres of life and, and education. And all kinds of areas. I don't just want to name a few, but... I feel a few of those coming to me in my mind as I speak right now. But God is going to use you in some surprising things. The thing is, God is going to use you. You means you. We could even put our name on it. See what God is going to do through first name, second name. See what God is going to do through you. That's his plan that's his purpose that's his will that's his desire he's brought you to this moment so that you can see what he can do through you in the year ahead I believe that but it also means Icon Church as a whole see what God can do through you I loved uh, uh, Debbie's message this morning where she talked about we hear God speaking or God speaks and Sometimes we don't listen perhaps as well as we should because sometimes we avoid rather than engage. Sometimes we're distracted instead of focusing. Sometimes we're reluctant rather than ready and willing. And I believe that this is a moment for us to say we're ready and we're willing. John 14 and verse 12, let me read it off the screen. John 14 and verse 12 says, Very truly... I tell you, the Greek, in the Greek, it says, Truly, truly, I say unto you. In the King James Version, it says, Truly, truly, I say unto thee, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. See what God can do through you. They will do the works I've been doing, and they will do even greater things Than these, because I am going to my Father. You see, you can ride the wave of others, and that's good. We all ride the wave of others in our lives, and we all need to ride the waves of others in our lives to move us forward, to take us deeper, to take us out. We can ride the wave of others, but it's time for us to be a wave for others. When Steve Morstan gave that prophetic word about us being a flagship, it's time for us to be a wave for others. See, Icon Church, what God can do through you. Imagine what God could do through you. What if God did greater things through you and through me? I want us to stand. I want us to pray. I want to invite Jeannie to come because... We want to pray for you together and maybe I'll start and then I'll pass the microphone to Jeannie and she'll do a good prayer. But I want to pray for us and I want just to pray. We've just introduced this theme and like I say, we're we're trying to contact people. We're trying to get in touch with people so that we can have some visual of this in all our locations next week. And so that we can, for 52 weeks of the year ahead, remind people, see what God can do through you. That when you walk in our doors on any given Sunday you're greeted with a prophetic statement that says see what God can do through you. I think we're going to put this message on our mirrors. So when you look at the mirror what do you see? It says see what God can do through you. And just in case you forget that you means you you're looking straight at yourself might have to put some mirrors in the men's toilets for that or whatever okay not sure they're in all of them but we're going to pray we're going to pray into this vision I'll start and then I'll pass to Jeannie when I run out of words that's nice father we just want to thank you tonight in Icon Church we stand here as representatives we stand here on behalf of a people, hundreds of people, who want to say thank you for your faithfulness. We stand here not just for ourselves, in fact, not at all for ourselves. We stand here on behalf of others who want to come and say thank you, God, for your goodness, for your faithfulness. We've had some afterwards in 2019. We went through some things. We had to pivot and pivot and pivot again but we thank you that you have been with us and you are faithful and we thank you that we're still dreaming and again this is not us speaking about ourselves this is us speaking on behalf of the people of our church and God we just hear, and we want to say thank you and now we pray that you will lift our heads and as we enter a new year in a couple of days time that we will see what God can do through us that we will see what God could do through our youth ministry our children's ministry that we will see what God could do through our connect groups that we will see what God could do through Eye contract, that we could see what God could do through our locations in Derby in Sheffield and in Chesterfield that we would see what God could do as we lay things down but we pick up new things as we step forward into the purposes of God God, would you lift our head? Would you take off of us any sense of discouragement or disappointment and cause us to look forward? Father God, and as Nathan said earlier, Father, we may not be where we want to be. We may not even be where we thought we might be. But we thank you, God, tonight that we are not where we once were. That your grace has brought us forward and brought life to us in Jesus' name. So we pray in unity because you tell us that if two of you agree as touching anything and we agree tonight on behalf of hundreds of people, we agree tonight that we will see what God will do through us.
0: Yes, Lord, I thank you for all you've done over this, this past year, Lord. And Lord, I pray that we, as we look forward to 2020, Lord, that you'll keep our focus fixed on you. That, Lord, that building your church will be important to each one of us. Lord, I pray as a church we'll see you do mighty things. I pray as a church, Lord, we'll see many, many people come to know you. I pray as a church we'll see many people deciding to make Icon Church their home, Lord. Lord, many people joining teams. Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that we will say... We will stand in the gap, Lord, for people. Lord, I pray that you'll just help us just to say, here I am, Lord, use me, use me. Lord, and I pray that we'll see you do many, many, many things through each one of us, Lord, and we'll be constantly reminded of what you can do through us. In Jesus' name, amen
1: let's say it together after three one two three see what god can do through you one more time one last time see what god can do through you that was so good we've got to do it again after three one two three see what god can do through you let's worship and then i'll hand over to nathan to come and close our service for us
0: we hope you enjoyed this podcast from icon church If you'd like any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. Have the best week.